Don't fall asleep there, Nick. Welcome, everybody, to If I May, a podcast with me, Nick, an average guy, along with two of my average friends, Brent and Kyle, where we're going to talk about whatever we want while interrupting as politely as possible, I suppose. This is episode 33. Let's go. If I may, I think we start with a nice little segment. It is now time for Nick's Nutty News. First and foremost, I'd like to protest uh, the name of Nick's Nutty News. I had no say in in that choice at all. Uh, I, I but I guess, you, I, I guess I we're going to roll with it. Uh, Nick and Nutty both start with an N. That's about as, news as, well. as our marketing department. <laughs> yet, so we'll leave it at that. Shot at the producer. Yeah, I'm taking them now. Uh, <laughs> at any rate, Nick's Nutty News. Uh, with this, uh, mm. the news of the day, news of the week, whatever I've gathered for you is what I get to share. And then we get to make some cool headlines based on that. Uh, Polar Vortex, it's back. Uh, who knew? Uh, so we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit. And then the other one, uh, African bullet trains. Uh, it's not about the rains in Africa. It's about the trains in Africa. <laughs> the trains down in Africa. No, I'm looking for. I come up with this crap on my own um, <laughs> and on the spot. Like there was no pre-planning. Note, Nick's nutty news, pre-planning. I so can this play the same clip again. Rather than rains in Africa, that's just on the spot. That's just what I do. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, w- w- since I've not designed this segment at all, do you guys want me to elaborate on, on the Absolutely. news here? A little bit? We're, we're just, I'm just hitting play on the button, man. This, not, this segment's all you. Okay. So uh, Polar Vortex, it's back. Uh, it's always fun to talk about the weather uh, if there's nothing else to talk about. But um, there, <laughs> there is actually is, plenty. Okay. Yeah, I know. Quiet. There's it's so my news segment. There's, there's plenty to talk about, but uh, the weather has been moved uh front and center due to the polar vortex uh, coming through. And and apparently uh, now the the weather channel must have some low ratings because they're, they're raving about some once in a generation temperatures for the Midwest here, um, which is is doable. Um, I've seen uh, low, I've seen temperatures um, with the wind chill factored in, uh, you know, below negative 20. So I don't know what they mean once in a generation, because that's kind of what they're forecasting uh, is, is in that ballpark. So we've got some extreme cold coming in the next week, roughly, and it has something to do with the polar vortex. And uh, I'm going to go off on a slight tangent, which is why I beep, picked this beep, subject. Uh, so it's a tangent, but yet. not a tangent because it was the original destination. Let's figure that one out. Have either of you heard that the magnetic uh, north and south of the planet are shifting slightly. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, it does this it, all the time. Yes. Uh, however, there was a recent news article that basically said, uh, this didn't make the title because uh, I just didn't. Um, there was a recent news article that basically said uh, major compasses uh, with uh, or people who rely on compasses um, for certain things, relying on magnetic north had to make a significant adjustment because it has shifted. Um I know nothing about that other than that it's occurring. Do we know if the shifting of the poles for the, the magnetics impacts at all the, the temperature? Uh, and this is me going off on world theory, which is, you know, I have zero knowledge or experience of. But if things are changing there, are, are the north and pole shifting? Like, to, I'll take it to the extreme. Here's my question, and I think it's a stupid question, which there are such things as stupid questions. Separate rant. I'll not touch that one. Uh, 
stupid question of, of the day from Nick. If the North and South Pole are shifting, uh, follow my hands, they're shifting in, in, in some way, shape, or form, uh, does the, in theory, uh, location of all of the cold, aka the North Pole is, is always known as a cold place, as that shifts, do the cold or does the cold shift because it's it, so if i'm based may, on how it faces the sun or is there a sun is there another rotation because we're rotating around the sun we're rotating as a planet is there another slight rotation that would twist things around uh, and then we'll we'll come back to uh the trains in africa after we get some input here the trains down in africa yes so so if i may uh, for my understanding and i i don't Full, I don't remember my sources. This is, if I may, stats. So take it with a grain of salt. From what I understand... The, so the it's pole, all garbage the, and made up. The, yeah, yeah. The north and south poles are constantly moving around. And then they typically kind of do some, one of these deals. Like if this is the pole, it kind of just wiggles a little bit. It, it'll move a little bit. There's charts online where you can see where magnetic north has drifted over the years. From my understanding, what, what I've heard is that every couple thousands and thousands of years, or tens of thousands of years, the poles will literally flip. And so like north, the magnetic north pole and south pole will become opposite. And when that happens, you get an ice age. And that's the general thing I've heard in the past is that like the last ice age happened because the magnetic north and south flipped over. And so that kind of screws with a lot of stuff, caused the ice age and uh, have very cold for very long. Um, as far it's global as, warming, damn it. As far as will the, dr- the shift of the poles directly affect the climate? I don't, I mean, yes, but I don't think it's, in, for the reasons of the tilt of the earth, because the tilt of the earth is pretty, pretty darn stable. Like the earth itself doesn't flip over just the magnetic north and south. So I think it's one of those things where the north and south will still be the coldest points. It's just with the magnetic poles potentially eventually flipping, it will definitely cause chaos on the world. But that's not anywhere in the near future. So should be okay for us. Uh, you did mention global warming, though, Nick, and I'm happy on that. I hate that term, just personally. It makes very little sense. Like, you prefer yes, boiling. the temperatures are going up. I, they usually say like climate change is the way to bring it because it's not the day-to-day weather. Like what you experience today with your polar vortex, that is a little snapshot. That is, yes, it's really cold, like crazily cold, but that's just like weather. That's what happened that day. But if you look at the the year, the overarching, the 10 years, that is climate and that's shifting warmer in general. But whether like day to day isn't the same as climate change. And you hear so many people that are always like, oh, yeah, uh, it's really cold out. There can't be global warming. And it's like, well, first off, global warming is super not a great term for it because nobody understands it. Climate change, I don't think is like a good term for it either. Because you're like, oh, yeah, climate changes all the time, la, la, la. It doesn't seem severe enough. I feel like climate apocalypse seems like a better way or something. It's just something a little bit, like, more oomph to climate it. Climate like, apocalypse? Hey, I don't think it's that bad. Okay, don't, don't, that okay let's move on too, to... I, I take it too far. It is now time for Nick's Nutty News. Why do we need the intro twice? Because we didn't get to the news yet. Well, no, the news was that there's basically changes in the polar it's vortex cold? that are coming oh, okay. through, and it's going to be a record-setting uh, cold snap in the Midwest. Um, so that is that is that part of the news. Uh, the other part oh, of the I news... Oh, I need a weather segment. Got it. 
I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go, go, go. I'm there with Nick. <laughs> this was your do, idea do, for a second. Okay, anyway, I requested that we don't use the uh, uh, Nick's Nutty News intro more than once per episode because it's <laughs> stupid. You mean the, the uh, <laughs> Secondly, uh, the second How part of the news... The second part of the news is uh, the the trains down in Africa. Uh, yes, uh, said trains with a T, uh, not rains. Uh, although Toto's "Rains Down in Africa" uh, song was always a classic, but uh, did a little reading on the news, and there is a new bullet train in Africa that is um, operational and. It was just a review on Business Insider, we'll give them the plug, uh, of an individual who uh, wanted to go on the bullet train. And I read into the article and most of it was garbage, frankly, talking about his experience and his seat and the people he met and all this human interest crap I really don't care for. Um, The cool part (laughs) that I thought was there was the the business aspect. And it's a $2.3 billion project uh, funded with nearly 1 billion from France, 500 million from Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, and the United Arab Emirates. Emirates. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Forgive me. Um, This project, however, is an investment in this part of Africa. And the pictures that were were shared by the individual show um, a state-of-the-art station, train, everything. And it is super-duper fast. Uh, I believe it is referred to, if I pull it up, the... Africa's fastest. first super fast bullet train oh, uh, that just, could go from any New kind York of to Washington. Uh, super uh, fast. That could go from New York to Washington DC in 90 minutes. Um, it's 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 a very fast train, which is great. Uh, my question or comment on that is uh, outside of the wonderful plug to the rains in Africa. Uh, what what is the future of transportation? Why are these countries investing in what most of us consider old technology with respect to trains. When you have Elon Musk uh, with the boring company and, and talking about hyperloops and and the future, uh, you have co- countries investing in Africa uh, in in the more stable areas, I assume, trying to make this state of the art, modernize it, and make it you know a tourist hub and all these different places. It seems like people are going backwards to go forward, which I don't understand i don't so if see I mean, why that makes sense tra- trains in general i guess number one like the boring company i'm pretty sure they're putting a train in that thing in a sense probably yes like, i think i'm pretty sure that's the point i like so but like it's not it's not old technology so with trains um the hardest thing with the maglev or like the magnet and maglev trains is that it takes a lot it takes a fairly significant amount of time to get going and same thing to stop you know, take, there's time involved in speeding up and slowing down. Therefore, it doesn't make too much sense to be going like 300 miles per hour through New York City subway st- station to subway station because it's like, go stop, go stop, go stop. Like, the, that doesn't make much sense. Where it would make sense is like you're saying, like the city to city kind of thing where you have a longer distance in between them. As far as like old technology, it's not really old technology. It's literally like the train technology again it just highly depends on where you're going to and from if you're going subways in new york it makes no sense to go new technology maglev because by the moment you start getting up to speed you have to stop whereas in africa where you're covering you're trying to cover great distances to link populations together 
and it's like the only train going through, like, you know, just stopping at big populations, it makes a lot more sense because you're actually linking, like you're traveling a significantly bigger difference uh, or distance, sorry, not difference. Um, and that's where the Meg live and the newer technologies make a little bit more sense. I got a couple of thoughts on this. Um, first, the story kind of reminds me of how they were going to do a high speed. I think it was a magnetic train from Milwaukee to Madison and back, which would have been awesome having lived in Madison, Wisconsin for a while um, to be able to not have to do that hour long drive and just be able to get there and zip back and forth would have been very convenient. Um, I would have enjoyed that. Uh, but, but second, when I think of that, I, when I think of trains, I always think back to like the Amtrak and those things just kind of like click, click, click real slow um, where this is Nick, super fast hyper train or whatever that might be super like it fast. doesn't seem like old technology if it's getting here really quick um it seems like it's really clicking along which is nice in terms of like transportation it's hard i'm being in seattle has really opened my eyes when i was in madison last year it wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal because you could get anywhere driving and it wasn't too congested but like even just in a city like there isn't a really good source of public transportation out there yet and instead our roads are like it took me an hour an hour one time to go two miles which was horrible i was I like think, one mile if i two may, miles I think, an hour like oh i think one of the other points that nick was trying to make up is like why not do like flying cars like that kind of thing and i guess like the reason for that is number one flying in general is not very fuel efficient unless you're going big distances like planes their takeoff and landings are like ridiculously expensive the the cruising at high altitude very cheap so if you're not going very far plane just does not make sense it's not fuel efficient or you know energy efficient at all uh with trains you it a lot of those trains like even like the diesels nowadays without anything behind them they legitimately get like 400 miles per gallon like it's just ridiculously fuel efficient it's just all the cargo they're hauling behind them that really makes them not as efficient because they're pulling a bunch of weight but it's still like as far as like weight transported per energy used it's like the most efficient way out there unless again you're going really far distances via plane the other benefit of the train over the plane is you can typically put a lot more people on a train than you can on a plane just because there's with a plane there's a weight issue involved in you know, the more weight you have, the more energy you need in order to lift that weight. So train, the, the ground takes care of a lot of that. And with the magnet, with the maglevs, the closer the magnets get, the more they force each other to part. So it's really like you're getting free energy upwards with the magnets, if that makes any sense. So. Good. So the, the question I'll ask then is this train seems focused on moving people and the investment from foreign governments, foreign countries um, makes me kind of raise an eyebrow with respect to what interest does France have in that part of Africa? What interest does Saudi Arabia have in that part of Africa? How much money Um, did you say? And that's where uh, it was a two point. I closed it because I, that was done with my two point something bill you gave me. Or trill. Uh, I closed it. it was like 2.1 billion 2.3 billion something uh, I mean, and uh, each each country had given about half a billion 
uh, in in total investment. I, I think were my numbers. You can quote me later. Uh, but the the thing I'll ask then is, okay, you're connecting what I'm assuming are large cities in Africa, at least a couple of them. What I understand for commerce moving goods, which as you were talking about, typically trains in the U.S. move goods. Yes, you can still take trains uh, via people like to move people, but it's far more common to move goods on a train uh, rather than people. How far are these cities away? Who's taking these trains to go to these places? Is it just a tourist play? I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand that because within a city, of course, yes, the kind of transportation we're used to that does need to stop and go, stop and go for the sake of a city makes sense. What sense is there in a mass people moving train, large distances between cities, un unless you're trying to move workers from one location to another uh, to commute on a daily basis? It has to all be tourist based, right? I guess I, I, I'm not seeing where the investment gets paid off. I'm not seeing where the money is to be made out, out, outside of tourism. And that that's kind of confusing me. I guess, yes, I'd love to think flying cars and, and everything else that's going on with that future technology. It's not a reality yet, but what is available? You know, what, what would look more like, oh, wow, yes, we're investing in them because this is the future. Like, great. But I, I don't see outside of tourism the need to connect these major cities with such a uh, over the top, you know, train, I guess I, I'm not seeing the value, but I mean, that's me. what, I, what I'm thinking is this, I think tourism honestly does heavily impact into it. Um, it looks like the trains, the bullet trains are being made by France. So like, Oh, we'll give you some money if you put our trains in. And then all of a sudden they have trains that they get to fix and use. Yeah, that's like, a good point. Hey, if, if it's France's trains, them. they're basically getting like, they're, they're paying them for their own, product so basically it's like hey world check us out like our trains are awesome buy our trains so there's a little bit of publicity stuff there but i don't know i guess we could follow the story and we'll move it study news we'll update you later when we learn about the trains more <laughs> nice <laughs> okay well speaking of news um i didn't touch on this last week because there's too much to get to but the super bowl is coming up uh after this episode airs it's going to be like three days away, so get excited for that. Patriots, and oh my gosh, I just scared Maple. The Patriots, of course, and the self-proclaimed baddest. I don't think I can say it. You just say get uh, excited for the Patriots. Get excited for the Patriots. Nobody can get the excited for the Patriots. No, you are the only one who doesn't live in Boston who is excited for the flipping Patriots. You know the most – so the most jerseys I see are Seahawks. You know the second most jersey I see in Seattle? It's Packers. Tom Brady jerseys. No, Tom Brady jerseys. I kid you not. No, Brent. People love the Brent, Patriots I, here. Hold on, if I, I may, quick, Brent, I must tell you, um, the Seahawks, they have this thing where the number 12 is for the fans, the 12th fan on the field. They're not necessarily Brady fans. Sorry, bud. No, no, no. There's actually, there's actually <laughs> real Patriots stuff. You'll see them all the time. But I, I get what you're saying there. No, so my, my thought is this. Nick, you were telling me earlier uh, today about how Tom Brady has self-declared himself as the the baddest, and I can't say this next baddest part. Baddest mother or something on the planet. Yeah, Wait, exactly. Are we PC? Do we not swear anymore? I, we never really swore, do we? Well, anyway, that doesn't matter. I don't care. 
We're moving forward. He's the baddest but MF on the planet. When do you get to declare yourself to be that title? And how do you get that? T- like, is he is he wrong in saying that, or is there like is there some sort of standard that needs to be held to? Who I is mean, the yeah, baddest? you're comparing yourself. Like, what about like people like in the military that have done? There's some pretty badass stuff that's been done by people in the military. Like, sure. I don't know, is that, is what Tom Brady if, done more badass if than that? I may, I do not, I cannot get off this flipping NFL Tom Brady subject fast enough. Here's my two cents. Number one, <laughs> nobody wants to hear this. None of our listeners care. Number one. Everyone does. <laughs> no. Number two, uh, being the they baddest. They care about those MF, in Africa though. Being the baddest mf on the planet is 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 a simple conversation between you and jordan who has more titles uh if you're in that conversation all right you're pretty good uh number three to kyle's point perspective uh this is not a man who lays down his life for his country or the ones he loves he goes out and he plays a game now he is arguably the greatest of all time at that game i can't take that from him i i won't even try uh but perspective so is he the baddest emmer effer on the planet <laughs> playing football Emmer effer. yes congratulations uh the baddest m mother effer ever <laughs> on the planet no that's that's no yeah i could see that I, I agree with that i think he's earned the right to do that and from what i can tell he's just sort of playing with a chip on his shoulder like i think these nfl yeah. players i mean he's old enough that he's probably got a chip on the shoulder on the knee, the title. The ankle I'm done talking about Brady. I mean, think about it. He's really old. He's like using that as a, a motivator. Um, I don't know. I just, Super Bowl is going to be good. And with that Super Bowl coming up, because it seems like no one wants to talk about it, even though it's the biggest thing happening in the world in a few days, get pumped. Um, <laughs> I actually won't even be watching it because if I'll be may, curling. It is but not okay. the biggest thing in the world, it is the biggest thing in the United States. I would say the world. The biggest thing in the world is probably the world, cool. if I had to guess. The World Cup. The I mean, world Cup Ocean would be a next second. I'm pretty sure the NFL is a, a international event, though. It's it, World the Cup Super Bowl definitely watched more. People. Like the World Cup is the most watched thing. Well, in the world, World Cup's number one, but I think Super Bowl's got to be number two in terms of sporting events, and the biggest thing. I know. I talked. I, about, I think. I, I know. I talked about it when I, we were out, I was on the cruise. Uh, for my honeymoon but like watching the world cup i actually like got semi into it this year i was like i could actually get into soccer a little bit i started playing fifa on my switch and i was like okay like i could get into soccer but then i just never really got into soccer i, I just i don't know I, it has it has a lot of potential I, just, I need a team to root for that's what i need and there was no the usa patriots. so there you go for soccer for the right? patriots for soccer no like, easy, easy team to pick. Brent, the only thing, the only thing you have going for you for the reason you like the Patriots is is the reason you like the Patriots. And I, don't, I think we've told it on the on the and that they've won a lot. We have told the story. We have told the story. I, I know we stole it, but basically Brent took a poster of all the different football helmets at, at the time, so he excluded a couple. The Houston was, Oilers. Yeah, it was like when when he was in like kindergarten, and then his parents were like, "Do you want any NFL gear for your birthday?" And Brent's like, I don't know. Like, and then his parents are like, what's your favorite team? He's like, I don't know. So he went to this room and he shot the poster with a Nerf gun bullet and it hit the Patriots. And that's how he decided that he likes the Patriots. So, I mean, besides that, go ahead and shove your Patriots right up there and get them off the screen. 
fair enough. Okay, so speaking of that, um, Super Bowl ads are a big deal. I always look forward to the Budweiser commercials. I think those are the best. The ones with the horses, not the other ones. The ones with the horses were kicking footballs. Like something about a, a horse kicking a football is just gets you going. Those right ponies, man. I uh, couple of questions for you guys. Do you have a favorite Super Bowl ad? And also, if we as a group, the three of us, were to make a Super Bowl ad, what would it entail? I got that favorite. news intro jingle. Not? Oh, man. I, that could have been on the... I don't know. We could do like a, a spoof of a news a news show. You know, we have I think, I think it'd be funny background. if we had it. It would be literally a five-second commercial. As short as you can... Whatever the minimal amount you can buy is. Be like, hey, if I'm a podcast, we bought this time. Please go check us out. No, <laughs> or, you did wait, it wrong. This it's, five it's, seconds was very expensive. Please check out if I may podcast no 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 no. you <laughs> have to leave mystery you have to leave mystery like literally if you're smart about it you would buy the five seconds or whatever put up our logo and make sure our name is spelled out so that you can read it quickly and easily uh, it's it's kind of the question mark uh the commercial if if you want me to jump back in now that we're done talking about that other number 12 who doesn't play for the packers um if uh if you go to last year um, there was an event where uh, Terry Bradshaw had some crap on his shirt and I saw it. My dad saw it. A bunch of other people saw it who I was watching the Super Bowl with and we're just like, what is that? He's got some crap on his shirt. And it was it was a play by Tide, I think. Tide ad. Uh, but it was a Tide ad. It was, it, was a, it was a different kind of ad in the sense that uh, they interacted with the normal show discussing all these different things. Now, I don't know how they paid for that or how they did it, what tied like, must've paid have to up pay Terry ass. Bradshaw to wear a shirt like that, that has some crap on it. Or do you also have to pay the company he works for to be like, okay, we're going to allow him to look like crap for no, it's not bit. even like that, uh, but it was, but, oh, if you look, if you looked at last year, like every other ad felt like a tight ad and like, you never knew when they were going to slip one in there. Cause they, they're yeah. like, Oh, it, it looked like it was a, uh, like under, Normal not the Under Armour, Old Spice commercial. You thought it was an Old Spice commercial. It's like, nope, it's Tide ad. That was a genius you really, move by Tide. It was. You really want to go for the, at least, it, to answer our question, you would simply want maybe our logo and or just the word Zarobust up there for all of the five seconds. So you're just looking at it like, what the hell's that? Because if you can create curiosity, enough people are watching it. And because it's a Super Bowl commercial, they're watching it intentive, like in, intent. They're waiting for the good commercial. Yeah. Right. Right. So the, you're staring at it. You're like, what is that? Well, that's going to make like 2% of the population Google it. Okay. And then from there you can draw around that. And then you have to hit up the Reddit forums, the, this forum, the, the yeah. cheaper forms of advertising to capitalize on what is this kind of thing. Um, so if you're only going to have five seconds, just have it be your brand name or some sort of catcher to Google or to search on that will take you to the rest of the information. If I um, may, we have a cool Zarubust. logo. I think we have a cool name. That's intriguing enough. You would do that. Now, personally, I think the, touchy feely ads are, are way overdone. Uh, it's one or two is, is nice and they have a big impact, the but then every organization the wants to have that big impact. Man, so you end up having all kinds of social justice people up on their podium. <laughs> like our company really stands for equality or, or whatever it may be. Stands for equality. Tide not, stands for equality. Coke's, Coke's, I mean, the major companies like Coke, they, they usually don't F around. They're just like, 
hey it's soda here's our cool polar bear like oh, maybe a cool story about the budweiser horses like hey we're budweiser here's dilly, dilly. Like, yeah they had the feel-good story with puppy but Let's go it's not like yep. a, you need to change your life or the world's a better place it's like oh it's a puppy it's so cute like brilliant the idea major orgs know what they're doing Brilliant. let's throw oh, no. nutrition labels on our beer genius idea <laughs> let's make commercials about it actually it's a it actually is a really good strategy by them because uh like last year the amount of total beer sales went down by one percent but the amount of craft beers went up by like five percent this year they're starting to see a trend more towards the light beers in general because of the whole calorie count tra- people trying to be more healthy so the whole nutrition thing of Budweiser is a genius move by them because it forces other manufacturers potentially try to have to do that. And then people in the store are like, this one has a hundred calories. This one has 500 calories because it's a craft beer. I think I'll just go with the hundred calorie job. So like that's actually why Bud Light is doing that whole like nutrition label thing as their commercial, which I'll say most of the nutrition label things like the commercials kind of suck except for the arrow one where they're like, shooting yeah. the arrows with the nutrition label on it. And he's like, why are you shooting arrows at them? They they told us to send the information to the people. Like, why don't you just put it on the box? Oh, they didn't say we couldn't shoot the arrows. <laughs> that, that, that course is pretty good. One thing I do want to throw in quick before I let oh, Brent, I'll let you go, but Brent, I don't know if you saw it, but during the, I don't know if it'll be a Super Bowl commercial, but during the playoffs, one of the kids that went to the elementary school and high school with us, uh, Max and then Max K he's into cars yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. I saw he's that, the driver yeah. in one of the Toyota cars for the commercial because he's he's now I like a professional driver so I'm like dang that, that's pretty that's pretty cool so I officially know somebody that is in a Super Bowl commercial you might not see him but you no, you see him you see him for a split second as he's like drifting mm-hmm. or whatever just take a snapshot yeah yeah oh man the commercial I want to see this year is not a commercial it's like the terry bradshaw thing i hope that when um gronk scores a touchdown he just takes tide pods and just starts throwing him in the stands or something just be like tide because <laughs> he, he's the uh, the spokesperson for that um i think that'd be hilarious um and that's all i had i forgot the last part it was really good though it tied oh nutrition labels if you want to be healthy don't drink beer that's that's like not not saying that it's not something dilly, dilly. to drink, but like, but like drinking beer and losing weight just don't go hand in hand. I just I don't see how marketing it as oh it's only 100 calories. Like Th- that's the they whole always thing. say like, it's like the fresh it's 100 calories versus the craft beers, which are beer, like 500 yeah. or more in comparison. But exactly that's why they're doing the, the better whole way is just not thing. drink at all, which is the message they don't want to spend. The message they don't want you to say, but that's the truth. Speaking of drinks, quick and maybe. I guess any other quick convos on beer, Nick? Nick's got a beer, I know. Yeah, I got a beer story. He's got nothing? Okay. He's got nothing? Okay. Well, uh, along with (laughs) drinks, my wife and I were recently, Juliana and I were recently at the store, and we got the uh, throwback Mountain Dew and Pepsi where it's made with real sugar. I don't know if that's just fully a marketing gimmick or whatnot, but I think I like it more. I've decided. Have you guys ever had the throwback facts. Mountain Dew or the throwback Pepsi where it's made with real sugar? Yeah, I have. It's okay. It tastes, it's, it's like a richer taste almost, I would think, but I don't like it as much. I mean, it's, it's one of the things like you grew up having something one way and maybe it's not 
the purest way you could have it but you get used to that that way and then you have the pure version that's like i like what i know over what it could be i don't know so what, that's my mind if i may yes what uh what year did they make that switch i don't remember or or are they just pl- tugging on your imaginary heartstrings thing like remember when mm. you were a kid and pepsi was good because you liked soda as back a kid. in my day coke oh, actually had cocaine going back in to it. our original <laughs> recipe with real sugar like we used back in the day when would that switch over what was the difference you Tell never me. know you it, it's in the last 30 years I'll yeah. 50 bucks <laughs> The best thing with the the real Coke, and I don't know if this is the kind you got, but the the bottles. If you're some reason drinking it out so of Coke like a glass do bottle, there is what's called a Mexican Coke. I th- I don't know if they're just just made in Mexico, like that's but the, that's the only one I know of that it's a Coca Cola that has real sugar versus the. And yeah. that's why we need to build a wall. <laughs> no more real sugar. That's <laughs> no more real sugar in our god. Coke, goddamn Coca Cola! <laughs> I want my cancer-causing Coca Cola. We just say sugar doesn't cause cancer. I don't know. Fun fact: one of the things that my company helps makes helps make, uh, or they makes. go to manufacturer for, is something to do with Coca Cola. And because of that, I found out that the reason that Coca Cola always seems to taste better in McDonald's is because it's actually shipped in like metal tins, versus normally. For like everywhere else, they're like plastic bags kind of thing for the syrup. Mm-hmm. Whereas for McDonald's, they ship it in metal tins. So that's why the taste is slightly different. And it always seems that Coca-Cola tastes better in McDonald's. Now Do you guys you know. hear about McDonald's? Speaking of, McDonald's has full on embraced the bacon. I mean, I feel like I'm just, this, if we're mean? talking about ads, I'm going to embrace the one. bacon. So for the longest time, McDonald's is like the one burger place where you can't go get like a, a bacon McDouble or a bit like they just don't have bacon. Oh, I guess, anything. yeah, I see your point. So, okay. so they've, they, they've now embraced it like 10 years too late, probably from one of the big bacon is everything craze. Now it's like no bacon. Um, and I think it might be tomorrow is you can go to well, McDonald's yesterday. and anything you or. Nope. Oh, no. Tuesday. Uh, the Tuesday. Two days ago. Tuesday ago. <laughs> Whatever. The Tuesday after you probably heard this, this episode. I don't know the time. It's We're try- time traveling here. Zara must anyway, tweet about the, it. Don't worry. We'll get everybody covered. We'll try and get this out. But basically, it's a bacon day where you can go McDonald's and anything you order, they'll give you two free slices of bacon. So you can get that like Sunday that you always wanted with your two pieces of bacon on it. Um, just, I just thought it was kind of an interesting that so, they're like hopping on this bandwagon train after bacon has already left the cool popularity. Like, okay. So yeah. if I may, I do enjoy bacon. However, I'm not as crazy about it as the internet makes it seem. I should be crazy about it. Like, I don't mind a nice piece of bacon or two, but the internet makes bacon seem like the best thing in the world. I guess I, I don't know who runs the internet, Kyle. I don't know, us corporations. <laughs> pay people to go on the internet and create ads that say, if you're a real man, you like bacon. I don't know if I've done a rant like that, that uh, uh, on, on, on our podcast, but any agency that comes out and says real men do this, real women do this. I, I could sit here and ranch for a half an hour or more. Just like, 
real people don't need to be told what real people do. Like, oh, real wives. Well, no kidding. <laughs> Glad we've established that one. But just all this, all this crazy stuff. I, I hated that. And that was probably two, three years ago, maybe more. Uh, the whole real men uh, and real women. You know, they do this kind of thing. Well, um, but going back nowadays. to. Uh, you know, now I'm a real Apache attack helicopter because that's what <laughs> I identify as. Uh, I think that's the internet thing. That's the real internet, okay? Uh, but <laughs> but uh, going back to the, the burger thing uh, with McDonald's, as a burger connoisseur, uh, you don't get this big not liking burgers. Um, the As a burger connoisseur, um, I would say McDonald's is trying to react to Culver's and other uh uh, places that are kind of popping Fantastic. up that are actually having uh, burgers that better brand of beef aren't better all burger, one better. texture. Uh, burger King is is a better burger in my mind than Burger King. Uh, the Whopper's solid, but wait, uh, you just said Burger King's the, better the, than Burger King. That's true. Burger King is better than McDonald's in the burger category. Is is okay. is my vote? I understand. Oh, wait, 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 it may this be is controversial. Genius. I made what, the stand. Where do we here. rank them all? Like Hardee's slash Carl's Jr. Oh. McDonald's Burger King. <laughs> What are we, what, what's our power rankings? I don't eat Hardee's. Um, I can't remember the last time I've eaten there. I, I, not that I have anything against them. It's just, I've, I never liked it as a kid and never went there. Um, McDonald's, the issue they have and why I'm a little weirded out by their whole bacon idea is and maybe you can agree with this description or not. When you bite into a McDonald's burger, it is the same consistency throughout the entire bite literally mm. the bite through the bread the bite through the cheese through the little flakes of lettuce and onion through how many burgers you have on there whether it's a double or a single or whatever it is the Quadruple. same texture the entire way through you never feel here's the bun here's the burger here's the you know the tomato here's the list there's none of that. It's just a mush. It is it is one texture the whole way through, and it's which delicious. weirds me out. Because if you put bacon on there and bacon is in the same one texture, you're just like, is bacon there? Mm-hmm. Can I taste the bacon? How do I know bacon's there? Bacon is crisp. And even if you don't like it super crisp, like it has its own like chewability. That's a horrible use of words. Oh, okay, okay. Time out, time out. Back to the power rankings. We need the power rankings. Well, go well, I want to go on Nick's point on this first. The thing that gets me with that, and you absolutely nailed it on the head. First off, it's January 29th, not to confuse the listeners when bacon hours. But anyway, is there's lettuce on some of these burgers, and you bite into it, and you don't feel like any crunch of the lettuce. You're absolutely Nothing. like it's it's so weird. Like lettuce is crunchy. Like is not a McDonald's. Not. No, I'm not a fan of eating leaves. I eat, I don't want to eat what my food eats. Leaves has a V. <laughs> leaves. Yeah. Leaves. 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 I'd like some lefts on my, uh, like, on my burger. It's a leaf. Leaves. So, oh, sorry. Have... Did we have any other more comments on that before we do a power ranking briefly? And what, oh, what, okay. are, the, yeah, what are the, uh, I think the, the stipulation, putting on this? are we doing just cheeseburger? Just straight up cheeseburger. I don't I would just get a straight up cheeseburger though. So is that Yeah, you always well, you have to be able that? to compare between all of them though. You can't complete like you can't take a uh McDonald's uh like uh Big Mac, like Big Mac Whopper. versus I guess you could compare Big Mac Whopper, but not all places have that kind of thing. Culver's uh Deluxe is like the number yeah. they're they're most standard they're well, most I've standard. I've never had a Culver's Deluxe. 
See, Dude, at Culver's, you do the kids meal every time. Yes. Here, let, anyway. Okay. No, 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 it's literally like the best deal ever. It's like that's the only way to go. How much money do you make? I don't need to know the answer, but I think you make enough to buy an adult meal. Yes, but the Culver's <laughs> kids and, the, the and and you feel better like, about yourself. This is like going to a movie theater at four five years old and wearing a wig and and asking for the senior discount. No, it's literally like, the best thing ever. I cannot remember yeah. the last time I went to Culver's and did not get a, some variety of a kid's meal. Well, you're not qualified for the power ranking, so it's just Brent and I now. All right. We can do this, Nick. Okay, so... Have either of you eaten at Portillo's? Have either of you eaten at Portillo's? No. Nick? Because that's not a real burger place. Portillo's? I've never heard Their of Their burgers are... Um, it's a Chicago place, have you ever and if you haven't have... eaten there, you don't qualify for the power rankings either. Fine. Have you ever had Burger Master, Kyle? That is a made-up place. No, Burgermaster is just on the street. I think it belongs in the power rankings. Is that if where you're Portillo, that where actually in I would put Portillo's as number no, one. No, we went to Great That's State. why I brought that up. Oh, we can go Great State instead and exclude Kyle that way. Just cut him. I don't know which side he's on. Me. Nope. Where he nope. is. Uh, you're yeah, on the other side of the screen. We're power rankings because Kyle's getting petty about not having had a Culver's burger, actually. <laughs> Yeah, he's had like a. I've a, had a, a Culver's little, cheeseburger, kitty burger. Here, let me get a kids meal from uh, McDonald's and a kids meal from Culver's and a kids meal from Burger King, and we'll oh my just gosh. compare those. Although I would get the crowns. The crown would be cool. crown at Burger King. It was a big How deal. many kids meals at this point would it take to fill me up at like McDonald's? Considering that they're normal, at like McDouble two. doesn't count as an actual burger. It's like a McDouble, but it's the same as like a small burger at any other store. Well, I, that to, I can't, I can't do the McDouble. The cheese ratio is not enough. I have to go double cheeseburger. Then you get then you get a perfect amount of cheese to burger ratio. You know what gets me? Okay, quick about this. We've asked like multiple times for a list of restaurants. Nick, have, have you not? As multiple times. And yet I am looking at our, our little teleprompter and we have, I believe, produced now and I have not seen that list materialize once. <laughs> Sounds like a garbage. We're literally giving tips here. We're like saying we would like a list of restaurants here and like maybe the power rankings just isn't meant to happen. Maybe, you guys maybe are that's not what the people want. That's all I know. And, and, right, right, and whatever you're paying him, it ain't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's let's start listing out some. We got, we got Culver's, no, no, McDonald's, no, Burger no. King, Portillo's. Five guys. I, Nobody's five guys putting Portillo's in any kind of list like this. Oh, yes, it Portillo's is. is excluded. <laughs> uh, right. I, if well, someone wrote this down for me, that's all I need. I just need to see a list of these places. We'll take this write down, we're, homework, this is homework for the producer for next week to have yes. a list prepared and a ranking system that we can all get behind with the understanding that everyone needs to have eaten at every establishment. If Kyle's not an adult and hasn't had a Culver's actual burger, I've had a Culver's actual Culver's burger off the list. I'm telling you it's the exact same like size as the kids meal. One. Burger King. I like five guys in there too. I think we, could, I think I think we do have to go with ones that are like established in pretty much every major city. 
Five Guys is pretty established. Yeah, I would say Five Guys is established. Steak and Shake, I would establish that one. Can we keep it to like real simple fast food? I don't Steak and Shake is borderline not fast food. What do they have a drive through? Does Five Guys have a drive through? Because that's a separate discussion. Steak and Shake has a drive through. It's a separate I've never used it. The inside dining space. All right, what if we just do the ones that We'll do the ones that our producer has listed out. We have Culver's, Work McDonald's, home. BK, Wendy's, and Hardee's. Those are the, those are the five. Is there anything else okay. we feel we need to add in there? Taco Bell. To have a Taco Bell does not have um, burgers. Yeah, but it's flipping delicious. It's pretty damn delicious. Yeah. Taco Bell is <laughs> on top of this list for everyone <laughs> listening. That's our number one ranking on our burger list. Um, for me, number two, I have to go with Culver's, it's just a wholesome. I mean, we're not ranking it's... right now. We're ranking next episode. Nope, we're ranking okay. right now. I, I agree. Culver's number two, under Taco Bell. <laughs> yes. Number three uh, for me that, would be McDonald's. Personally, Wendy's. no, McDonald's is just. Uh, it goes Culver's, Wendy's, Hardee's, Burger King, McDonald's. No, Wendy's is below McDonald's for sure. They have just no. the itty bitty little square patty things. Which is like an actual like piece of meat compared to McDonald's, which is like sometimes I look at my burger and I can see through it. At least it's not a White Castle burger. Oh, that's not on the list. <laughs> we can't just be bringing in other other establishments now. It's no Portillo's burger. No, no. Portillo. Let's just say Brent, that. It, if we're ever in Chicago together, we're going to Portillo's, and you will regret ever knocking them at all. It's literally. I thought Culver's was the best restaurant chain in the world. And then I went to Portillo's <laughs> and it's, it, it I even has Culver's, but the it even has custard. World? Oh, I don't know about that. For a fast food restaurant. That. I think Portillo wins. Yeah, there, it, producers got a great idea. Next episode, we each order one of each burger. <laughs> We eat them because the there's totally a Culver's in Seattle. There's a freaking Coles in Seattle, and there's no Culver's. Are you kidding me? Like, why is the worst like Wisconsin product to come out in this state, but not Culver's? I, I, I don't know. All right, let's move on. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, we gotta move on. This has been a pretty funny topic. <laughs> is there anything else in this world that's funnier than a comedian, though? Like. There's just some I always wish I could see. Nick, do you have one that you wish you could see? A comedian? This is just a horrible segue. I am just... <laughs> yeah, God, I like, God I like awful. Like like, <laughs> Brent the Butcher. Was, because I I'm going to ramp it. Segue. I'm going to ramp it in the next topic. And oops. Oh, we're there. <laughs> yeah. Favorite comedians or ones you wish you could see. So, um... <laughs> there was a... Uh, Oh, tangent train, tangent train. It, no, that was a uh, beep, beep, was, bird, smash. Yeah, there was a uh, there was a YouTube clip that someone put together. It was a best of uh, whose line is it anyway? Don't worry, I'm gonna, not oh. going to make you guys play again. Uh, but there was a best of like Ryan Styles and Colin Mockery, who were the two so best. Uh, whose line is it anyway? For sure. Uh, personnel, not to take anything away from uh, Wayne Brady and the others who were uh, staples of the show. Uh, over the many years, but uh, they had a compilation of their best moments. And uh, one of them would be, they'd be like a newscaster or they would have a, uh, they would be giving descriptions of CDs and songs and Wayne would do an amazing job singing. But most of the comedy was more in them preparing in between the songs that Wayne would do. And they would go back and forth and blah, blah, blah. And uh, they would do segues. And, And Brent, I think you could learn something from 
from those segues <laughs> uh, just because they, they, were, they were much better done even when they were done horribly and doing done horribly. <laughs> it wasn't that, that bad. All right. It wasn't that bad, but I point taken. <laughs> the point and is taken. We're going to walk up to, and we're here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, comedians, what else we got? Moving on. All right. I mean, um, we did talk about burgers for like at least 15 minutes there. I, you know, at, at some point, you got to just the, the give example, a hard right turn. If, if I may, the example from the clip that I'm think, thinking of is uh, Colin goes off on a, a spiel and he's talking about a, a, a bed, which is kind of like a cot, and then something about a <laughs> Philly steak sandwich and, and you know, whatever. He's like, uh, wait, bed, bed cot, uh, Philly paper. Red hot chili peppers. Like, it's like it, it was. It's a great clip. If you ever want to look it up, uh, you will laugh f- for a while watching these various clips. But uh, that segue was on away, on your away, level there uh, of just like what's going on there. At any rate, uh, the the segue into my section. I don't know why we're hitting up my section because I'm pretty sure that note was from three episodes ago because I don't use notes. All right, uh, but if you want to dig that up, that's that's cool. Uh, comedians you want Going to see. Deep in the archives. So, Nick, what you don't know is anything we don't talk too. about. I just moved for the next episode, so we have more stuff to potentially talk about if need be. Like a Stranger Things, like what was found in Nick's old note log. Like, dude, <laughs> Nick, well, right. Nick wrote a note in his box. Notes in. It must be and moved. That's from like, yeah, that's from like three weeks ago, maybe more. <laughs> this is the when first time I've seen it. That was before we had the producer because you yelled at me that I needed to have something in there. And I'm just like, I just shoot from the hip and go with it. Like the the the, the rains down in Africa, that was like within a half a second of we're talking <laughs> about one spark, Africa. one spark of genius. Red hot chili so good. <laughs> Nick Nick hit his his high note of the episode about a minute thirty in, and it's just the high that is not going away. Like, Sounds he, like something he's else. He's reached his pinnacle, and it's never coming down. Like, I'm in Colorado, in Washington, Brinson, Washington. <laughs> the rain is in Washington, which it has been raining recently. Speaking of weather, for a weather segment. No rain really. Okay, bad segue. Um. Anyway, though, comedian I wish I could see. Um. Chris Farley unfortunately passed away. I'm a sucker for the mat, like the Wisconsin talent. And I kid you not, it does not matter how many times I've watched that like Van Down by a River SNL clip, but every single time it gets me like cracking up. Confession. Like I, could, I don't think I've ever actually seen that SNL skit. Oh, you have to watch it. That's because I also never had a real burger at Culver's. So take that. Brent, Brent's never been drunk. <laughs> We're just throwing out bases. This is getting personal. This is getting personal. No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't matter. If I yeah, wait, as far as so if I may, go ahead, uh, other comedians I'm a big fan of that I'd like to see. And honestly, I've, I've kind of been watching in Minneapolis. There's a uh, casino that's a little south of where I live um, that occasionally is, is big enough that has you know, entertainers come by. I, I've kind of kept an eye on different performances coming through there. Um, Chris Farley is a, a great choice. Uh, larger comedian who passed uh, reminds me of another larger much larger comedian uh <laughs> ralphie may uh passed a while back and I, we may have mm-hmm. talked about that one of the episodes uh but he had a lot of really good stuff and was right I, i've been playing around with uh some of the comedians on youtube who have podcasts 
And uh, I found a, a number of comedians discussing Ralphie May and how, how great of a guy he was and how they how much he helped them out early in their careers getting started mm-hmm. as comedians. So it was kind of cool to hear that aspect. I mean, he had a, a huge health problems. I mean, the guy was four or five hundred pounds, oh, yeah, um, monstrous. A, a monstrous dude, but one of the nicest guys. He's just just the guy you ate too much. You like to get high and told great jokes. Um, super laid back, super hilarious. Uh, would have loved to have seen one of his shows. I think he actually died while in Vegas. Um, it, he had done like a show the night before, maybe even the night of, and then he uh, died of, uh, uh, he had a cold and it just got the best of him because everything in his health was so bad. But uh, he was in Vegas performing. Like he was that good. He was at that level to just have a consistent Vegas show, uh, which was wow. really cool. But uh, I would have loved to have seen either of those guys. I would uh, really like to see um, Christopher Titus. I- I'm a huge fan of his work. He's been divorced three times, has a <laughs> lot of great stories about his dad uh, and how he was raised and how he how he tells those stories. Uh, is is kind of like how I I tell uh, some of my historical stories. I embellish, of course. It's a story. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna soup it up and make it awesome and try not to make you know anything over the top. Uh, generally, in his stories, though, um, he he really makes himself the butt of every joke, and he does a very good job of it. And a lot of comedians are insecure, and you can see the psychology mm-hmm. behind how they tell their stories and how they approach everything. But he does a really great job, has a number of specials I've listened to a, a number of times. Um, there's a, uh, Brad Williams is a, uh, I don't know what the politically correct term is, uh, small man. So uh, do we depict like dwarf, 30? Midget, whatever. Um, but he's he's super chill oh, and, and great to listen to. Uh, guy is absolutely hilarious. And it's not just uh, lowbrow uh, garbage jokes about him being short. It's actually really great stuff. And he's he's incredible to listen to. I, I'd love to go to one of his shows and, and support everything he does. Um, th- there's there's a, a huge list of them. Um, but ultimately, I just kind of have to find the right comedian and it's it's all about in my mind it's kind of like with music where yeah you can find a a solid staple if you go to a jim gaffigan show it's going to be hilarious it's going to be about a bunch of nonsense food clothes whatever um it's going to be good stuff like that's that's going to a a, a, an eagles concert uh you you always want to see it it's always going to be great uh what i what i think i'm having to sift through is with the local talent and the local clubs, you kind of have to find something that's up and coming and hope you hope you find it early. Uh, so that makes it a little bit difficult and there are going to be some duds. But uh, Spotify has been great as far as finding new comedians. And there have been a bunch of specials recorded that made it on Spotify that took place. Netflix is getting a Apple. lot of specials now for a bunch of different comedians. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot coming out. There's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of garbage too. Um I'd say Amy Schumer is is a real hit or miss. Yeah. She can be really good, and and I like ugh, sixty to seventy percent of her stuff, but then she'll just hit a, a spell where thirty percent of her show is just horrible. And it's not because I'm not feminist or or whatever. Like she, I, I acknowledge most of her stuff is good, but then she'll just go off on one tangent that just really doesn't hit with me. And maybe it hits with someone else. I don't know. But um, different comedians kind of rub me different ways, and it's. It's finding the right ones and yeah, there's going to be some duds, but I want to see more comedy. 
I am a happier person when I'm laughing. I love to laugh. I have a bit of a dry comedy uh, <laughs> internally as far as who I am and, and I try not to what laugh, I would ever. say. Like, I love, I I love bad laugh. dad jokes. I, I, have mm. a, I, have a, I have a store on my phone or a, a cache, cache, catch of, of, of Folders, bad maybe? dad jokes uh, in my phone just for if I'm having a shitty day and there's nothing going on, I'm going to pull up some really bad dad jokes. And, um, it's, it's good stuff. Like, but I, I that was one tangent train, uh, last one. And I'm going to shut up for a while. Um, my sister was getting her haircut in Appleton, which is where I'm from. And she was apparently getting her haircut by a girl who uh, I went to school with, uh, was in my grade in my class or whatever. And, uh, she asked, uh, the, the hairstylist asked Jenny, uh, if, uh, she knew who I was and, um, Yes, that's my brother, she said. So uh, they talked about me, which is weird, but uh, okay. they did. And that's cool. And her takeaway was, oh, yeah, Nick, he was a, he was a cool kid, but uh, had a really dry sense of humor. So apparently, even in high school, I was like dad joke leveling my comedy. And with respect to, I was super even. Super What's that? You just got your promo clip from next week. What? That I, I, I have it. super there dry humor? Yep. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. That's that's bad humor. But yeah, that's like a lower form <laughs> of humor. Anyway, <laughs> oh, uh, good one, Brent. That was horrible. Um, so you know what? Kyle, Here comes the segue. Brace yourself. No, Kyle. So um, I know I have to guess for you, knowing very little about your taste of comedians. I always thought if you were going to see someone, your guy would be Bo Burnham. Am I correct in this? You are 100 correct. And I had an yes. opportunity to see him that I could not take. Well, I probably could have. So when I became an RA in the dorms in my college, Bo Burnham came to our college to present, to perform. But that was the exact same night that we were in charge of like a Friday night activity for like the entire campus, like all of the student body. So like as RAs for that building, we were required to be there and like assist with this activity. And I probably could have begged and pleaded and got out of it to go see Bo Burnham. But I, I didn't, I felt like the whole responsibility thing in hindsight, I should have been more selfish and just gone to see Bo Burnham because he was at Platteville and apparently it was a pretty decent show. He was trying out a lot of his new stuff at the time. Cause we were a D three college that he didn't care. If <laughs> he probably doesn't not. go to Platteville anymore. No, He's no. The- yeah, right in his radar. Yeah, I went to UW Platteville, which is the corner of the spot. corner of the state. D three, nobody cares. Good engineering school, but not good for. I mean, it, it's an okay school. It, it's got a graveyard in the middle of it, but like, <laughs> it's not quite the town I pictured Bo Burnham at. Yeah, exactly. But so he was he was trying apparently he was trying out a lot of his brand new stuff. So it was kind of hit or miss as far as the jokes. But it's kind of cool to like see your uh, like uh, the comedian try out the new stuff as far as the other comedians are like um i think tosh point i don't know what i haven't listened mm-hmm. to a show recently but especially some of his like older stuff super hilarious i could definitely be in that definitely more um edgy than other comedians and then last one is gabriel iglesias i actually got you can't see this at oh, all nice but i've assigned a figure oh, from him yeah. <laughs> and this is from one of How? one of one of Juliana's friends, who's I would consider now one of my friends. 
went to a sh- went to one of his shows and they like paid for like five VIP things, but only like him and one other person could make it. He got like five VIP tickets for free or something like that. Or it was like a two for one deal. I don't know. But anyhow, they're like, well, you paid for five of them. Do you want five guys? And he's like, sure. So he got five of these. And so he, he had extra ones and I had, I had seen some yes, of this I stuff do. before. And then he's like, you want this? So I think I got this for Christmas one or two years ago. But I'm oh, like, yeah, next thing on the merch yeah. store. This guy's pretty funny. We need action figures of the three of us. That's gotta be our next big like thing. What's like into that? I would be flattered to be an action figure, but I don't think I could make myself like I don't think I can be the one that decides that I become an action figure. I think oh, <laughs> how fun would it be to have like our kids in the future play with little action figures of us doing if I may podcast. <laughs> if I may, why Nick? Why yes you may. And then <laughs> living out the dreams of their parents. I think that would be hilarious. I'm I'm all for that. I forgot, if I may, I, I forgot some of the uh, the gold I, I store on my phone for rainy days. Oh God! I'll I'll only share one with you, uh, and uh, if you want more, uh, we can we can do one per podcast or something like that. Which reminds me on a separate tangent. Dad, Nick's dad joke of the day. Yeah, that could be another <laughs> segment. Put another crappy tune in front of that. But hey, um, that tune one was thing free, I and I looked work. hard for it. Appreciate you did it, actually. I was there uh, for it. One thing I would do at work uh, when I worked in uh, Nina, um, I would come every Friday to work Sounds with a, a new pickup line. With a new pickup line. Ooh. And there was a, uh, a lady in AP um, who was uh, a nice lady. Uh, and I would, I would joke with her and the rest of the gang uh, that I worked with and just be like, okay, Friday, it's pickup line day. And I would come in every day and, and they would all like eagerly await Nick's big pickup line. And my, my go-to one was always the, uh, the boyfriend material. That was, that was the, the best one I probably got as far as making a, a girl smile um, with that one. And that one is, is very simply, um, and I'll, I'll share that with you and then my dad joke. But the pickup line that was my favorite, is my favorite, is you walk up to a, a young lady you're interested in. And, uh, hopefully you have some sort of rapport with her to, to talk about it, like a coworker or something. <laughs> you walk up and you're just like, Hey, what's going on? Oh, nothing. You know, whatever. Hey, I bought this. I bought this new sweatshirt. It's, it's this great material here. Check, check this out and hold out your arm. You know, just have them, you know, your wrist, you know, nothing too close to the body. You hold out your arm. They, they touch the sweatshirt and they're like, Oh, well, that's nice. And like, you know what that is? what do they say cotton or i have no idea you just you look at them and you're like you know that's that's boyfriend material <laughs> hr that was that was my favorite one yeah i should have probably gone to hr on a couple of those pickup lines but every friday i brought in a pickup line and then uh what i'll end with as far as my personal note is my my dad joke of the week uh is, is this at any given time the urge to sing the lion sleeps tonight is just a whim away, a whim away, a whim away, a whim away. That's pretty funny. I, like I don't that. know if I can get this. No, not at all. You can't read that at all. It's a picture of a lion with, you can't read it, but it's a picture of a lion with its paw over its face for dad jokes. <laughs> oh, just the, I saw, okay, I see just the face palm. Face I, think, palm. I think that's a good ender right there. With, oh, <laughs> oh, come do you have something, Brent? Do you have something, Brent? Okay, go ahead, Brent. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's time for our final segment. 
final segment. It's time. Is the final segment? Your news. No, uh, I gotta we... open up our document. No, no, Nick, you're ruining it. Can you not hear it? Uh, this is my segment. It's time for the Quiet. You gotta hear the, the segment music. It's time for the name your news of the week. God, that's so dumb. <laughs> All right, I got two, and you'll have to guess where this first one is from. Uh, a man who's about uh, 64 years old uh, has a emotional support alligator. Oh, Five man. feet long, and it's helped him. Please tell me you tried to take it on an on, on a airplane. I have not heard of that yet, but he <laughs> takes it around from place to place, uh, nursing homes. Um, I don't think schools, but basically places where he can teach people about alligators and uh in fact that showing and teaching people about an his alligator helps him feel better about his mental problems so i think that's awesome can you guess what state that's from gotta be florida right surprisingly not it's actually pennsylvania i think the frigid temperatures (laughs) this polar vortex has gotten nature news skewed uh especially in the northwest or northeast um my other quick news note is there is a guy in Boston who has spent 7,800 hours, which is about four times, like four years of working full time, like that much hours with um, octopuses. He is a self-proclaimed octopus whisperer. And he reports of coming home after most days of him volunteering um, at the aquarium. Uh, with about 10 to 15 hickeys from the octopuses grabbing his arm on his arm and neck. So he had to, at least when he started off, find a way to explain to his wife why uh, he had these hickeys over his arm. If if I may, it's it's octopi, I think. Kyle, can I get a... It could be octopi. uh, A confirmation on plural octopuses and octopi. I will confirm that my wife does not like the name of the 007 octopussy. (laughs) <laughs> i have no idea what the plural for octopuses size are is octopi i think we can google it later octopuses. Oh, oh, oh here we go here we go wait um google from grammarly.com the standard english plural of octopus is octopuses haha it's octopuses. Yes, that sounds more, that's way more funny to say than octopi. Modern uses of octopuses is so infrequent that many people mistakenly create the erroneous plural form. Erroneous on all accounts. Which is which is foreign from the standard Latin usage. So well, yeah, because I learned. I Latin. got super lucky there. I'm going to just go on a limb. I'm I'm going to say it straight up. I did not know that octopuses was the right way. I just got lucky. Oh, wait. And sometimes you guys want to hear the color, very. It's better to be lucky than good. Okay. Do I, for for very closing. Now that we, we we went past Nick's joke, which I thought would have been hilarious, I have a very very inappropriate <laughs> joke was that my boss told me the second week of working at the company I was working at. Wait, what kind of a joke? Of it's very inappropriate. Oh, I can end with a better inappropriate one if you want. Oh, oh I, got, I, I won't say I better. Have, I won't say better. I, I don't Hold know on. if it can be better. I'm sorry, I won't say he better. He said this with me and two, three, two other, me, one other like male engineer, and then two female engineers right next to him. He said this joke. Right, drop this, drop this, this joke. It's hyped. Let's go. What's the fastest way to make a woman orgasm? 
<laughs> Wait, Who really cares, right? <laughs> so bad. I'm not okay ending on that. I, I'm not okay ending on that. <laughs> this episode is dedicated. No, I'm just kidding. To our mothers! <laughs> God. Because that worked out so well last time. This is not, by the way. Yeah, literally, second week, second week at work, you bust that out in front of me. Then, like four other coworkers, two of them were female. I was like, <laughs> "What?" Okay, okay. I will, I will save, save this. the podcast. Nick. And it's still a dirty one, but not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I had two varies in there. So, so. For for context, this is a a it's not a meme because it has too many words. It, the, the memes have to be brief or just a few words. Uh, but you have Charlie Sheen looking like Charlie Sheen does because he's Charlie Sheen, and he's pointed out with the you know the gunslinger pose, kind of discussing at you like he's got a great point. And, and this is what Charlie Sheen's wisdom is for all the young gentlemen out in the world today. You can't fight destiny because if you try and fight destiny then you have to fight the bouncers and the rest of the strippers too. (laughs) (laughs) With that, that is episode 33, if I may. Hope everybody enjoyed. We'll bring you a new episode every Thursday. If you want to support us, you can get some merch now. Link down in the description. We will be getting our merch, hopefully, next week. week. For next podcast, hopefully. Fingers crossed. So you can kind of see what we all got. and show it, you know, a little show and tell. Um, please also subscribe, share, rate, review the podcast. And then if you want to get in contact with us or have any questions, you can DM us on Twitter at Zarubust or email us Zarubust at gmail.com. Thank you guys and have a great Thursday.